WCUG Cougar Radio presents the first episode of a new radio drama, Stone Cold Mysteries. Please pay attention for this drama is interactive. It is morning here in the lovely streets of London, August 20th, 1890. Samantha Stone, a daring lady and a private investigator, is making her way to the hardened police chief, Carter Shepard. She seemed to be called here on the account of murder, but that's hardly a surprise. That's the only reason why she's ever called in. But what is this heinous crime about? Well, let's tune in and find out. Samantha Stone is walking alone. You can hear footsteps. She walks up to the police chief, Carter Shepard, who called her there. I appreciate you coming here, Stone. How are you? You're looking quite well since we had last spoke. Oh, cut to the chase, Shepard. We both know you didn't call me up here to exchange small talk. That's why I like you, Stone. Quick and to the point. Time is of the essence here, if I'm right, and I hardly think it's time to be caught up in unnecessary idling. I bet you have a body on your hands. You are correct. It's quite a strange case as well. Have you heard of a man named Samuel Simpson? The big food critic? Didn't he just post a scathing article about Simmons? He said it was the worst food he's ever had or something. He seems to say that about every restaurant he samples, though. So I've started to take his reviews with a grain of salt. Yes, that's the man. Unfortunately, not a lot of people take his reviews like you do. Especially the chefs themselves. Well, that makes sense. Wait... Don't tell me that he's the recently deceased. That's correct. We found him this morning, lying dead in his bed. No signs of a struggle either. We've ruled out an accident, though, or bad health. According to the housekeeper at the apartment he was staying at, he seemed to be in perfect health. And when he came home from his work, he looked completely fine. Although freak accidents have occurred, I'm betting this was murder. So what do you need me for? Why is this case strange? It was a locked room murder. The victim was found in his room after we had finally got it open. Besides our attempt at lock picking, there were no signs of forced entry. The windows were locked as well. Not that a person could easily get in that way. He was living on the fourth floor. Hmm, that is strange. Well, enough with the idle talk. Take me to the crime scene. Right, follow me. I was walking along, minding my business, when out of an orange-colored sky. Flash! Flash! Alakazam! Wonderful you came by. I was humming a tune, drinking in sunshine, when out of that orange-colored view. Flash! Flash! Alakazam! I gotta look at you. One look and I yell, Timber, watch out for flying glass. Cause the ceiling fell in and the bottom fell out. I went into a spin, that's five be shot, I've been hit. This is it, this is it, I I was walking along, minding my business, when love came and hit me in the eye. Flash, flash, Alakazam. Out of an orange colored sky.
Out of an orange-colored purple stripe Through the green polka dot sky Alligazam and goodbye Wow, I thought love was much softer than that What a most disturbing sound You're tuned in to WCUG 88.5 Cougar Radio Stone Cold Mysteries. Chief Shepard and Samantha Stone walk into the apartment. Thank goodness you've come back. What are you going to do about the body? We've had tenants to keep happy and new people to interview so they can get into the room. Someone died in your building and your main concern is your salary? I'm a landlord, not a tax collector. I have a duty to put food on the table. Just hurry up with your investigation. Come on, Stone. It's this way. Footsteps to the room. The door is pushed open and it creaks. Ah, so that's the stiff. He looks relatively okay, but his eyes are bloodshot and he has a slight bulging at the throat. I think it was murder. Murder by poisoning. But I'm not sure what kind of poison. Oh, I can't believe we missed that. From all the other cases you had me help with, I'm not surprised. Right, okay, I'm going to leave you to your sleuthing and all-around eccentricity. Call me when you found the murderer, or if you need some help. Ha! If I need your help, then I've died. <laughs> you never know, Stone. I've been known to be quite the help in a pickle. Maybe if that pickle is in a jar. Go on now. I'll phone you if there's trouble. <laughs> Footsteps are heard as Chief Shepard leaves. Door opens and shuts. Now that he's gone, the real fun begins. Shepard was right. Other than the police trying to lockpick the door, there was no sign of forced entry. And are those keys on his paper-cluttered desk? Great. His keys to the apartment are right here. That means that no one could possibly have locked it on the way out. Unless the landlord has spare keys. I also noticed that the window is still locked. Window lock is clicked and a slide is heard as the window is opened. That is one long way down. The window is then closed. Oh, what do we have here? Look at this. It's a recent newspaper article that he was featured in. Hmm. Tonight's food was a disaster. I asked for a beef stew and what I got was trash in a bowl. It was like he dabbled in the arts of cleaning the streets of London with his spatula and scraping the commonplace garbage into his pots. Then, for more insult, his food was so obviously seasoned by the rats, which was definitely the best part. Oh my! This man was harsh! All of this review is just one insult after another. This restaurant is Simmons. Isn't that owned by Roy Simmons? I went there just last week. The food there is great! I wonder why such a review was written. A letter is from his editor. I suppose he won't mind me reading it. Dear Samuel, these reviews just keep getting better and better. 
Your harsh words towards these restaurants not only make for entertaining reading, but cause people to want to buy more newspapers. Keep up the good work. You're in for a new promotion. Signed, Richard. Well, seems like this man got a sweet shilling for some nasty words. I guess that explains why the reviews are so false. Is that a candle? Why would someone burn a candle when there are lights in the room? And it's all the way burned through. Maybe I should note that the wax is yellow. I have seen yellow candles before, but what kind of detective would I be if I didn't get all the details? But back to my question. Why would the candle have been lit when there are lights in the room? Of course, her lights aren't working. But why burn the candle all the way through? I'll scan the room once more to make sure I haven't missed anything. Is that an air vent? Interesting. And it's wide open. I should take a look. You can see clean through to the other room. No adult is small enough to even fit their fingers through that slot. But having the rooms connected in this way is quite interesting. I think it's time to visit that room. She opens the door. Oof is heard as someone accidentally runs into Samantha. Oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, miss. I was, uh... Listening in, I suppose. Okay, you got me. I'm sorry, but you're the detective, aren't you? I heard the police chief talking about bringing in a skilled mind. He said I'm skilled. If you find out who killed Mr. Simpson, I've been terribly distressed about a killer being among us. It's so awful that a young man had to be killed. He was an awfully good person. Not yet, but I will. You have my word. I also might have some questions about it for you. But why the huge interest? The landlord doesn't even seem to care that a dead body is in his housing. Not to cause offence, but I wouldn't suspect a cleaning lady to be overly concerned about a tenant. Plus, I noticed tear tracks. Have you been crying about this? Well, first of all, the victim was a very good man. No one should have to die like that. Secondly, the landlord is my husband. He's not a very feeling man. I'd feel something for him. Probably pity, but he hasn't been giving me the time of day lately. The owner of this facility, your husband, made you the cleaning lady? Recently, he had me start working. He says it suits me. But you mentioned you had some questions. Oh, yes. Was that room actually locked? Yes, Mr. Simpson always locks the door. When he leaves to go to work, and then he returns late at night. He always shuts himself in that room, away from the world, ever since he started living here. I got to ask him about it once. He said it helps him concentrate so he can write his articles. No disturbances. So as it happens, locking yourself in the room to keep everyone away doesn't make you very popular. Everyone shunned the man. He didn't bother us, and we didn't bother him. Interesting. And what can you tell me about the lights? Oh, it seems our generator failed two days ago. We called an electrician to come over and fix it, but he hasn't been able to yet. It's too bad, but we just have to muddle through. Last questions. Where were you last night, and has anyone else entered this room? I was with my husband last night, helping him do files. Besides you and the police, though, no one has entered the room. Thank you. You have been most helpful. Just find the killer, please. He was a good man. Right. Will do. The housekeeper leaves and footsteps state that...
A good man who sold his soul for cash. Anyways, I better go check out that opposite room. Yes, can I help you? Hello, I'm Samantha Stone, private investigator. I just want to have a look around and ask a few questions about a recent murder. A murder? What? What do you mean, a murder? Exactly what I said. A murder. Your neighbor, Mr. Samuel Simpson, is the victim. Ha! Neighbor. Ha! That's a laughable concept. He might live next to us, but he isn't a neighbor. He hardly said two words to us while he's lived here. I don't hate the man, but that word neighbor can't be used so freely. Noted. (sighs) I'm sorry. Did I wake you, ma'am? No, it's fine. I was meaning to go to the store this morning anyways. I guess I just slept in a bit. I have to get some ingredients for supper tonight. My husband will be quite hungry after work. Well, if you don't mind, I just want to ask a few questions and look around before you leave. (laughs) No, I don't mind. Excuse my manners, though, Miss Stone. I'm Shirley Bentley. A pleasure, Mrs. Bentley. Are your lights inactive as well? Yes, I believe the whole building is going through a blackout. Something about a generator fail? It's fine, though. I would have thought you'd be more upset about the lack of light. I would be, but the hospitality of some of our actual neighbors are enough to dull that anger. Did you know that the man downstairs on the third floor gave every single person in this building, including the landlord, a couple of candles for free yesterday? He said it was the least a man could do for his fellow neighbors. It was a wonderful thing to do. All those candles must have set him back a sweet shilling. Although, I must add, he was dressed rather strange. Strange? Yes. He was dressed in a large overcoat, boots, and a low-brimmed hat. With that on, I could barely see his eyes, or even who he was. Strange things to be wearing around your apartment building, I'd say. I'd have to agree with that. But where is this candle you mentioned? On the table. It's yellow. And halfway burnt through. Yes, I guess. I mean, we don't need the light when we sleep or in the daytime, so it's only used for a few hours. Also, why does it matter that it's yellow? Uh, No reason. Where were you last night? Here, with my husband. Do you mind if I close the window? It's getting a little chilly in here. You opened the window? Yes, just last night. It was getting stuffy in here and hard to breathe at some point, even with the air vent open. So I got up and opened the window. It certainly cleared the air, but I didn't realize how uncomfortable it had gotten until I got up from bed and opened the door for you. The window was shut and a click of the lock is heard. That certainly is interesting. One last question. Were all the candles yellow? I'm pretty sure. He had a huge box that he brought around and from what I could notice, all the candles looked the same and were yellow. I wasn't paying that much attention, though. My apologies. None needed. Thank you for your time. I think I'm going to talk with a third-floor tenant. I think he lives in room 308. I happen to notice a shipping label on the box. Good luck with the investigation, Miss Stone. Thank you. Well, I don't know, but I've been told Uranium ore's worth more than gold I sold my cad, I bought me a jeep I got that bug and I can't sleep Uranium fever has gone and got me down Uranium fever has gone and got me down 
opium fever is spreading all around With a Geiger counter in my hand I'm going out to stake me some government land Uranium fever has gone and got me down Well, I had a talk with the AEC And they brought out some maps that looked good to me And one showed me a spot he said he knowed So I straddled my jeep and headed down the road I reckon I drove about a hundred miles Down a bumpy road out through the wilds When all of a sudden I bounced a stop At the foot of a mountain, didn't have no top Uranium fever has done and got me down Uranium fever is spreading all around With a Geiger counter in my hand I'm going out to stake me some government land Uranium fever has done and got me down Well, I took my Geiger and I started to climb Right up to the top where I thought I'd find A hunk of rock that'd make it click Just like I'd read about Vernon Pick On the second day, I made the top And I'm telling you, Steve, I was ready to stop The only clicking that I heard that day Was the bones in my back that had gone astray Uranium fever has done and got me down Uranium fever, it's spreading all around With a Geiger counter in my hand I'm going out to stake me some government land Uranium fever has gone and got me down Well, you pack up your things, you head out again Into some unknown spot where nobody's been You reach the spot where your fortune lies You find it's been staked by 17 other guys Well, I ain't kidding, I ain't gonna quit That bug's done caught me and I've been bit So with a Geiger counter and a pick in my hand I'll keep right on staking that government land Uranium fever has gone and got me down Uranium fever is spreading all around With a Geiger counter in my hand I'm going out to stake me some government land Uranium fever has gone and got me brand new comic out starring Earthman and the Recycle Squad. They battle the villainy of wastefulness and litter on our world. Check out the first issue, Earthman and the Recycle Squad versus Trashman, the man who buried Earth in litter. Earthman needs you to help him fight and conquer trash before it takes over and ruins our planet. With the help of reducing, reusing, and recycling, you too can be in the Recycle Squad and save the Earth. We have the power to reduce, reuse, and recycle. What's your thoughts currently on our new radio drama, Stone Cold Mysteries? Tell us your thoughts on Stone Cold Mysteries or anything about our radio service on our Facebook at 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio or our Snapchat at WCUG Radio. And while you're at it, you might as well check out our cool website at wcugradio.columbusstate.edu and our terrific SoundCloud at 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio for more awesome stuff about the communications department in our WCUG 88.5 FM Cougar Radio. Hey kids, are you feeling drowsy and down after a full day of playing outside or having fun with your friends? Do you find that you don't have energy anymore? Then you need Princeton's Powerful Peach Pop. Princeton Pop pushes flavor across your tongue and puts powerful energy into your system to keep you playing all day long. 
This pop makes you feel great with 100% natural vitamins and a perfect peach sensation. I tried it too, and it's powerful. It even makes my mom energetic. She loves it too. There you have it, folks. Your kids will love it, and so will you. So buy Princeton's Powerful Peach Pop. You'll never drop when you taste the peach pop. Now back to our regularly scheduled program, Stone Cold Mysteries, on 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. Samantha Stone knocks on room 308. One minute. I'll be right there. The door is opened. May I help you? You're the candle tenant in room 308. I'm the what now? The candle tenant. That's the nickname I gave to you after talking to the woman in room 409. You know, because you gave everyone candles. Oh, right. Candle tenant. Because I gave people candles, um... Makes sense. I'm Samantha Stone, private investigator. Can I have a look around and ask a few questions about a recent murder of Mr. Samuel Simpson? He was murdered? I suppose I should have seen it coming, and I kind of figured the bloke was going to be off by how many people hated him, but that's still a shocker. He was killed due to the nasty reviews, you mean? Of course, that man never knew what he was talking about when he wrote those blasted reviews. His brain seemed to be put in backwards and upside down, but... That's in the past, and I suppose even more so now. Ah, I actually feel the same way. His articles never seemed genuine. I don't pay attention to them. Not many people hold your views, Miss Stone. Possibly. Where were you last night? Oh, and your name, sir? Simmons. Carl Simmons, and I was out at Tankard's. The bar? Correct. I am of age, if that's what you're getting at. Although, I'm just glad I didn't get a nasty hangover like I thought I was going to. You're very lucky, I suppose. Do you happen to know Roy Simmons, or the restaurant Simmons? I assume because of your name? Know him? Well, yeah, he's my uncle. So you would say you had a motive to kill Simpson, seeing as he lashed out against your uncle's restaurant? (sighs) The only people in this bloody town that have a motive to murder the man was the chefs. He's ruined countless careers, or at least hindered them, and blackened their names in some people's eyes. You're right in asking me, but I'm not even in the business. Only my uncle deals with the food. I suppose you're right. And I can't do much to accuse you since the owner of Tankards could account for you. That's right. I was there all night long, and you can ask him yourself. A pretty solid alibi. I'll have the police chief look into it. Where are the candles that you gave out? Are there any left? Uh, yeah, I think I have some in the box right over there in the corner. All of these candles look the same, and are yellow. Uh, I got a discount at the market for buying in bulk. So why did you buy the candles for all the tenants? I guess I just thought it would be a nice thing to do for my neighbours. Um, I figure if you give a little, you can get a little. No harm done. I suppose that makes sense, but that's still a lot of money. Is gratuity the only reason for this act of kindness? Listen, Miss Stone... I have no reason to kill that man. My only crime is that I'm really nice, and hence the candles. Right. Well, I guess that's all the questions I have. Footsteps are heard as the door is open but not shut. Mm, Is something the matter? Uh, No. Sorry. I'll be leaving now. The door shuts. I wasn't going to confront him about it, but his boots were a mess. It looked like soot. 
Why would he have soot all over his boots? I also saw some candle shavings on the floor. I think I should ask the landlord some questions. Maybe see if there's a basement in this place. Maybe on the way I can call Shepard to tell him some of what I found and to check out tankards. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me My heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, in other words, I. Tuned in to WCUG 88.5 Cougar Radio Stone Cold Mysteries. Samantha Stone picks up the phone receiver. Operator, please get me the police station and ask for Chief Carter Shepard. Hello? Shepard! Hello! I have some things I need help with on this one case. Stone? Is that you? Yes! Don't act so surprised. Oh, but I am. Wasn't it you this morning who said that I'd be of no use? You still aren't. I just need you to check up on something since I can't. So you need help? No. The station is closer to tankards. Well, if all I am is foot service, then I believe I'll stay here. I'm quite enjoying my coffee while fixing my case files. Okay, okay. I need help. Please, just go to Tankers and check on the alibi of Carl Simmons, all right? He's a young man in his 20s with red hair and a plethora of freckles. He's about six feet in the nephew of Roy Simmons. Sure thing, Stone. 
But let me hear you say that one more time. Over my dead body. Well, I think I'll need another cup of coffee for this long job of case filing. Ah, all right, all right. You were right, okay? Sometimes I do need help. Happy? <laughs> Immensely. You sounded awfully humbled, Stone. Why don't you say it again so you don't forget? Go soak your head, Carter. <laughs> She's awfully cheeky, that girl. She even called me by my first name. I'm going to have to reprimand her for that. In the meantime, though, I might as well check out Tankards for the boy's alibi. Footsteps are heard as Chief Shepard walks into Tankards. He steps up to the bar. Excuse me, barmaid. Yes, sir. I was wondering if you can get me the owner of this bar. Mr. Jenkins, the bartender, is out. What can I do for you? Were you working last night? I work here every night. I also work some mornings. Did you see a Carl Simmons here last night? I see a lot of people, sir. But whether I remember them or not is entirely up to you. So the real question is, how bad do you want my memory and how much would that cost, sweetheart? Ma'am, can't you see the uniform? I'm the chief of police. If you need incentive, how's the threat of jail time? Blast it! You're a bloody copper! What do you want? Just an answer to my question, so lower your hackles. I want to know if Carl Simmons was here last night. I don't know who you're talking about. He's a man in his 20s, about six foot, red hair and freckles. He's the nephew of Roy Simmons. Yeah, sure. He was here. Well, for how long? All night. And what was he doing? Drinking. Obviously. What else? I don't recall. Blast it, woman. It's like pulling teeth with you. You want me gone, right? If you just tell me everything that he did last night, I'll be out of your hair. Fine. I didn't ask for this. Neither did I. Now talk. Yeah, Carl Simmons was here. He comes here every so often. He's a sweet boy, nice to talk to. I always wait on him because he doesn't like to wait at the bar for his drinks to be made. He came here around nine or ten last night and left around two in the morning. He was very drunk. I remember this because he bought a bunch of drinks since his uncle said that he could put the night of drinks on his tab. What was he wearing? A tweed jacket and a newsboy cap. That's all he ever wears here. Is that all you want, copper? Yes, I figure that's all I'll be needing. Thank you. Footsteps and a door opening is heard as Chief Shepard leaves the bar. Daisy's secret scent. The scent with the secret. Show off your secret with this new scent. Daisy's secret scent is now available at Piggy's Bacon Mart. Check out your local store for more. Did you get left with the baby again? Does the bobo wrap steal your masculinity? We at Holsters Galore have a solution. The baby holster straps onto your belt like any holster, but it is the perfect way to carry around your little cowboy or cowgirl. It's safe for both you and them. This product is a perfect way to be a perfect dad. Buy the baby holsters and also get a gun baby bodysuit. Holsters galore. Our morning's hard. I know that I have trouble waking up. But Joe's instant pour coffee maker makes waking up easy. All I have to do is fill with my favorite brew, set it to the time I want to get up in the morning, And Joe's fixes my coffee and brings it to me in bed. I get up every morning with a hot cup of Joe, and so should you. Do you feel left out? Is your lack of facial hair saddening? Then you need Filaments Fillers Mustache Clip-On. We at Filaments Fillers have a solution to your lack of hair. All you have to do is clip on your mustache clip-on and you're ready to go. Our mustache clip-on looks and feels real, so just stick it on your upper lip and go. 
go to your local barber shop to get yourself a filament fillers mustache clip on. Go ahead and flash your stash. No one will know it's fake with filaments fillers. Now back to our regular scheduled program. Stone Cold Mysteries on 88.5 FM, WCUG Google Radio. We come back to Samantha when she hung up the phone as she knocks on the door to the landlord's office. Coming. Doors opened, then shut. Hello, I'm Samantha Stone, private investigator. I'm invest... Roy, you're that nosy little detective who came in here with a silly police chief. Can't you just call it an accident and get that body out of my apartment? Well, excuse me. I just had a few questions, and this is not such a matter you can talk so flippantly about. That man was murdered, and it would do you some good to cooperate and learn some humility. Just get on with the interrogation, Miss Stone. I haven't got all day. Where were you last night? If you're asking for my alibi, I haven't got one. I was here all night doing some paperwork that had piled up. I had my wife help me so I could keep an eye on her. But I suppose a statement from my wife doesn't give me an alibi since we're married. She could lie for you. (laughs) Hardly. I believe she's been having an affair. I was planning to divorce her soon. Do you know who she could be having an affair with? Um, no, no, I do not. As convincing as that sounds, I wouldn't press the matter. Do you have keys to everyone's room? I do, right here. But I only use them for emergencies, and that's how the police open up that door to get the dead guy. They aren't very good at lockpicking, you know. My wife always gives the dead guy a wake-up call in the morning since he requested it. When he didn't answer after a while, she panicked and called the police. So you could have killed him? Could have, but didn't. Right. Is there a basement in this building? As a matter of fact, there is. That's where we keep the generator. You can find it by walking down the stairs behind my office. Thanks. She leaves and shuts the door, but bumps into the housekeeper again. Oh, (laughs) you seem to be making a habit out of this. (laughs) Sorry, I thought this time I wasn't snooping. I was actually doing my job. Just happened to be sweeping there when you came out. Fair enough. I'm glad I bumped into you, though. I have a question to ask. Anything if it helps bring the devil to justice? Were you having an affair with the late Samuel Simpson? What? Well, after talking with a few of the tenants and the landlord, I haven't heard any shining reviews about him, except from you. Everyone seems to have some sort of beef with him. I have to ask because of what the landlord said, the tear tracks on your face this morning, and the fact that you yourself said that he was a kind and loving man. Several times, in fact, like you were trying to convince me. Not to mention, according to your earlier statement, your husband doesn't give you the time of day now. (laughs) Fine. It's true. You know I love the man. He would come home late, but the few times I got to spend time with him seemed like an eternity. And he loved me more than my wretched husband. I bet he killed Samuel just to spite me. But how, how would he know about the affair? The phone rings and Samantha looks to it, knowing it could be Chief Shepard. I have to continue my investigation. I'll be seeing you, Miss... Carver. Sharon Carver. And my husband is David. Samantha picks up the phone receiver. Hello? Is that you, Shepard? Yes. I'm glad you picked up, Stone. I'm glad I happened to be right by the phone when you called. I have some news about your suspect, Carl Simmons. 
Please, Shepard, do tell. Carl Simmons was at the bar last night from nine or ten to two in the morning. He seemed to go to the bar time and time again, so it's not unusual that he went. Although, if we're going to talk about unusual happenings, he was told by his uncle that he could have as much drinks as he wanted last night, for it would go on his tab. Might I add that he was wearing a tweed jacket and a newsboy's cap. Thank you, Shepard. You were very helpful. Comes from the woman who swore me off this morning. Oh, lay off of it, Shepard. I do thank you for the information. It seems the man did have an alibi. Goodbye, Shepard. I'll call you again when I've nabbed the killer. Samantha hangs up the phone and opens the door to the landlord's office. You again? You know who was having an affair with your wife, don't you? Excuse me? It's obvious you know. When I asked you earlier, you hesitated giving an answer. Plus, why else would you have such a grievance with Mr. Simpson, wanting him out of the building and not caring who killed him? I'm guessing it was in fact Mr. Simpson. Okay, fine. I knew that devil was with my wife. I figured it out when I had to give him a rent notice. For a cleaning lady, Sharon is not that good at cleaning up. Or shall I say, covering up. I allowed that man to have a home in my apartment building and he takes my wife? Some nerve. Makes you angry, huh? Angry enough to kill him? No, that's not what I meant. Sure, I hated the guy. I fantasized about killing him, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't jeopardize my job as a landlord for some lowly worm. Plus, dead bodies are bad for business. I'm going to look down in the basement. Then I'll tell you if you're off the hook. The door opens and shuts. Everyone tells me he's no good. He doesn't love me like he should. I would forget him if I only could. He's a demon. He's a devil. He's a dog. That man can look me in the eye and tell the biggest, sweetest lie. And I forget that lipstick on his tie. He's a demon. He's a devil. A Sometimes I make up my mind that I'll stop being so blind and tell him off real bad. But then it turns on those charms and there I am in his arms and I forget why I'm mad. I want to tell him drop dead, but I keep loving him instead. My mama must have dropped me on my head. He's a demon. He's a devil. A Sometimes he's sweet, sometimes he's true Sometimes I wish he weren't in bug too He's a demon He's a devil He's a dog 
He'll call for me at nine and take me out somewhere to dine. Then staggers in and sings sweet at old line. He's a darling. He's a dreamboat. He's a dog. The measles it too, the chicken pox and the flu. My open cough was grim. I had the itch in the mumps, the poison ivy in clubs. To top it now, I've got him. He's a palooka, he's a brood. He drives me crazy, but he's cute. Why do I love a guy I ought to shoot? He's a demon. He is a devil. He is a dog. You're tuned in to WCUG 88.5 Cougar Radio Stone Cold Mysteries. The basement is dark, so a match is struck. It's pretty dark down here. I'm glad there were matches and candles by the door. This place is filthy. There's soot everywhere down here. It's like they never clean. Well, I guess the basement isn't a place people see so often. I suppose cleaning it isn't a top priority. I'd better find that generator, though. Footsteps are heard, then sparks are heard. Definitely not working, but it's pretty obvious why. Several wires have been cut. This generator has been tampered with. On purpose. It's like someone wanted the lights to fail. More footsteps. What do we have here? A table of chemicals? This is quite interesting. Quite interesting indeed. One of the chemicals here is chlorine. If I remember correctly, chlorine when burned creates a toxic yellow gas. I'd ask why an apartment building would need chlorine, but I think I know why. I also know the how. I think it's time I ask Carl Simmons a few more questions. Everyone needs a best friend, and we can all find one in our pets. But why do our pets always have to make such a mess with their shedding hair? Whether you have a dog or a cat, they always seem to shed hair in the worst places. On your formal clothes, the furniture, the floor, your party food, and in turn, your mouth, your unsuspecting guests. And don't get me started about those people who know you have a pet but complain about allergies due to pet hair. That's why you need the Pet Hair Cling Rag. This phenomenal rag lifts pet hair off of anything instantaneously due to the little barbs that cling to loose hairs. Hair on your clothes? Gone. Hair on your furniture? Gone. Hair on your guests? Gone. It even comes in fun colors. Red, blue, and green. So when you need to remove those cling hairs, use the Pet Hair Cling Rag. It wants the pet hairs more than you. Mama and Papa were laying in bed. Mama and Papa were laying in bed. Mama rolled over and this is what she said. Mama rolled over this is what she said. Dan Hunt! Listen up, soldiers! Your shoes just start cutting it! Once your feet get hot, you start losing energy! And when you start losing energy, I start losing soldiers! I can't have that! Some say that should be easier on you because you're just kids. But when there's a mission on hand, you always have to be tough. 
That's why I made a self-ventilating shoe for you kids so you can play as hard as you want and always feel fresh due to cool, happy feet. Every time your foot hits the ground, the pump in the sole pushes air into the shoe and the air goes through your sock to your feet and out through the small vents in the side. When your foot lifts up, the pump of the sole inflates again to give your feet a blast of cool air the next time you take a step. So grab Sergeant Super Sneak so you can play like a soldier and complete your mission before dark. That's all I have to say. Eddie, soldiers! If you need flowers, whether for a wedding, an anniversary, a get well favor, or an I'm sorry token, you need to come to Rose Petals, the new floral and fauna shop. We have every flower you can think of here, and they are all grown locally in our new and improved greenhouse. We have roses, lilies, petunias, daffodils, chrysanthemums, magnolias, bleeding hearts, and so much more. So whether the event is happy or you're in the doghouse, you should buy your floral and fauna here at Rose Petals. No other shop has flower metal like us here at Rose Petals. Hey moms, have you ever had trouble with regular old soaps? Knowing full well that those soaps can never remove those hard to get out stains and in fact, make the mess worse? Then you need Sophie Soap Suds. Sophie Soap Suds work where other soaps can't. Sophie Soap Suds works on an astronomical level, removing stains out of anything and everything. It even works on naughty children. My son swore to me one day and I washed his mouth out with Sophie Soap Suds. One taste of Sophie Soap Suds and he never swore or did anything bad again. Sophie Soap Suds really do work. There you go, folks. Sophie Soap Suds really do work. Buy Sophie Soap Suds. When all other soaps are duds, try Sophie Soap Suds. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming, Stone Cold Mysteries on 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. Samantha Stone knocks on his door. Mr. Simmons, I have a few more questions. Carl opens the door. Okay, but make it quick. I have to meet my uncle at his restaurant. Were you recently in the basement? What? N- no. Why? Well, I asked because of your boots. The basement is the only place in the apartment building that has soot, and your boots are covered in it. Care to explain? My boots? Yes, by the coat rack. Oh, uh, those boots. Yes, um, those are my boots for, uh, chimney sweeping, chimney sweeping. I'm a chimney sweep, you see. Everything gets sooty. The boots look rather large. Are you sure they're yours? I mean, considering the ones that you have on now are also yours, these boots here are at least a size bigger. Yes, I got the wrong size. I can't afford a new pair and I can't return them. I just stuff them. Isn't that dangerous? For amateurs. Uh Uh-huh. Why did your uncle allow you to spend as much as you wanted on drinks last night? I don't know. He told me that I don't go out a lot, even though I tried telling him I do. He wouldn't take no for an answer, so he said that if I went out, I could have all the drinks I wanted for the night. Right. Do you, perchance, own a large overcoat and a low-burned hat? No, well... I do. I I do own a hat, but it's a newsboy cap, and the only jacket I have is in tweed in in the closet. Why? Why? I just solved this murder and must phone Shepard about it. That's why. Here ends the first episode of Stone Cold Mysteries with a Challenge. Find the killer. Were you paying attention? You now have all the tools to solve the murder. Message us on Facebook at 88.5 FM WCUG or Snapchat us at WCUG Radio with the killer, the motive, and the weapon. Tune in next time to hear the solution and to listen to another 
Stone Cold Mysteries. You ain't nothing but a hound dog Peace. 
Yeah. 